for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello everyone, welcome to Living Life. Now, when was the last time that you were able to uh, direct someone to a restaurant that you favored so much, that you were a fan of? Uh, you would have directed that person with clarity and, and the correct address or probably direction if that person needed navigation. And you would have probably suggested some menus that you favor too because you're a fan of that restaurant. I mean, you would express emotional excitement as well if you were able to pinpoint that location to that person that was asking you for direction to the restaurant that happened to be a place that you favored so much. Uh, likewise, in today's passage, we see John the Baptist sending his disciples to Jesus to ask whether he is the Messiah that he's been um, testifying and also pinpointing and also uh, waiting uh, expectantly as the Messiah to save all. And then in the dialogue, we will see how Jesus responds uh, to the introduction uh, that uh, John the Baptist did in, with uh, emotional excitement and also with clarity who the Messiah was. So as we take a look, let's see how Jesus responds. Luke chapter 7, verses 18 through 35. John's disciples told him about all these things. Calling two of them, he sent them to the Lord to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? When the men came to Jesus, they said, John the Baptist sent us to you to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? At that very time, Jesus cured many who had diseases, sicknesses, and evil spirits, and gave sight to many who were blind. So he replied to the messengers, Go back and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind received sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. After John's messengers left, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear expensive clothes and indulge in luxury are in palaces. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women, there is no one greater than John. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. All the people, even the tax collectors, 
when they heard Jesus' words acknowledge that God's way was right because they had been baptized by John. But the Pharisees and the experts in the law rejected God's purpose for themselves because they had not been baptized by John. Jesus went on to say, To what then can I compare the people of this generation? What are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling out to each other, We played the pipe for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not cry. For John the Baptist came, neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and you say, Here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by all her children. So to the disciples that John the Baptist sent, in order to inquire Jesus, whether he is the one that they've been waiting expectantly, Jesus responds in a way, haven't you seen all the things that's happened? You will see that in the verses 22-23, go back and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, uh, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is preached to the poor. Blessed is the man who does not fall away on account of me. So Jesus reiterates uh, these verses from Isaiah, telling the disciples of John to go to John and report that these are the things that's happening. Now, for John, who was zealous in his faith and also his learning from Old Testament scripture, he would have known that these key words resonates passes from Isaiah, meaning that if these were to happen in the event, that means the Messiah is here. So rather than saying, yes, I am he, I am the Messiah, Jesus, what he does in response is to give him keywords from Isaiah to tell the disciples to tell John that if this is the case, then yes, you are right. You have been expecting the right person. Not only that, but we also know from gospel narrative, the context, that John was confident that Jesus was the Messiah. He's the one who testified that he's the Lamb of God, the Lamb who's going to take away the sin of the world. And he knew because the Spirit told him that when he baptized this person, the heaven would open and the Spirit would dwell upon him. And that will be the sign that this is the Messiah. So based on all that, he knew. But what caused him to send his disciples to check on Jesus? Well, maybe he was having a wrong expectation on how the Messiah would do his ministry. Maybe he was waiting in prison, thinking that it's about time that I should be saved from prison. And Lord Jesus would, as a Messiah, save us all from, I don't know, the... Uh, Edomite king, Herod, and also from the Roman Empire, their uh, militant rule. Maybe that was the thing that was expecting. He never thought that the king Messiah would be put on the cross to death. But Jesus gives him a clear information that is drawn from Scripture. The Word of God prophesied by his prophet Isaiah, which is being fulfilled before everyone's eyes, which means God God's word is being fulfilled and his prophecy is true 
And Jesus is the Lamb of God, the Son of God. So based on that, the disciples go back. But Jesus talks further to his disciples and the crowd, testifying that John, even though he may have had some doubt, nonetheless, he is the greatest of all who has been born by a woman. Now, what does that mean? It goes back to the creation history. Since Adam and Eve, everyone who has been born uh, through a woman, we know there's great prophets like Moses, Isaiah, Elijah, even King David. Everyone was great prophet. But Jesus scales all of them on a different level, saying that John the Baptist is the greatest in history so far. Why? It's because he was able to pinpoint Jesus with clarity. Yes, I just said that there was some doubt, but just like I mentioned in the introduction, he was able to pinpoint Jesus with excitement and clarity, giving the correct direction that he is the Lamb of God who will take away the sin of the world. And that, by all means, Jesus commends for his introduction of him as the Messiah. So that's why we will see uh, here uh, in the latter on the, on the passage where Jesus cites uh, verses from Malachi, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way, uh, your way before you. And that is being fulfilled before all of you, Jesus says, because uh, jo uh, John the Baptist is the very person that God has prepared to pinpoint the Messiah and to introduce Jesus to the world. So Jesus says, I tell you, among those born of women, there is no one greater than John. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. Now, what does that mean by Jesus? So far, John is the greatest. Why? Because he introduced Jesus with clarity. But from now on, for all those who know Jesus on this side of Calvary, on the cross, Jesus, who was resurrected, based on that, all of us who could be least among all the prophets and all the biblical characters we know from the Bible, we are considered by Jesus greater than anyone. Why? Because we know Jesus even clearly, uh, even more clearly than John did. We know who Jesus is. We know what he has done. We know why he came for us. We know what he is testifying to us. Because of that, Jesus commends all of us greater than John. So Jesus in the end comments saying, we played the flute for you and you do not dance. We sang a dirge and you do not cry. Probably a proverb from those days, but we don't know for sure. But Jesus iterates this for a reason. Whatever Jesus did, the, the people in the crowd did not accept same for John the Baptist. And Jesus says, but wisdom is proved right by all her children. What does that mean for all of us as a conclusion? It means for those who receive Jesus and accept him as a Messiah will be on the side where you are commended as the children of wisdom. Those who know who Jesus is are able to pinpoint correctly with clarity and with a perfect information who Jesus is. And likewise, we do the same in our life as we introduce Jesus to all, of, all, all the people around us. And may I ask you when this is, when was the last time that you were able to clearly explain Jesus to someone? 
I hope that question stands in your heart so that you can meditate and examine yourself because that is very important for Jesus. That's what Jesus commended John the Baptist. That was a scale that he used, and he asked the same for us. How clearly can you introduce Jesus to someone? Let us pray. Father Lord, I ask for your grace and your wisdom, for we know you, but we want to know you more, for we want to introduce you to our friends, our neighbors, and our family with clarity. I ask this in your name. Amen. Sing your soul, let your father and stepping in closer. See you.